Episode of the Late Night Party Boys. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm Ross Purdy. I'm Damien Vosk. And um, we've been reading the funny pages. Oh, yeah. The funny pages that is uh, viral internet articles. And this one happened yesterday. A man in Canada uh, jumped, uh, bought a ticket to the aquarium. Okay. So, so far. So uh, far, so good. He bought a ticket to the aquarium just. Just wearing nothing but a robe. Was he wearing anything underneath the robe? No. Okay, so he was just allowed in, wearing a robe, just fully nude him. underneath. Fully nude, and he jumped into the shark tank and went for a swim. Shocked a bunch of patrons. Apparently, he then got out of the shark tank. Then everyone was just cheering that he'd done it. So then he jumped back in. <laughs> Just like, he knows when he's got an encore. So he takes off his robe. He's naked. He's completely... They allow him in naked. Pretty much naked. I mean, if someone's walking to anywhere with a, just a bathroom... Just a robe. You, like, you, fla- you know, antennas start flaring up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you start- you're like, why, like, why a robe? Like, there's very few... Like, there's only a few places where it's acceptable to just wear a robe. And that's maybe a hotel. Um, Playboy Mansion. And that's it. I can't think of a third. Can you think of a third? Yeah, those are the two places. A day spa? I don't know. Day spa. Yeah, day spa. Yeah, day spa. You could wear a robe at a day spa. But not an aquarium. Yeah, out in public, waiting in line. Okay. So then he goes in with the ticket. And he's like, I got a plan. I'm going to make everyone laugh. He's like, I'm going to dip into this (laughs) shark tank. Takes a swim. Then the witnesses are like just freaking out because they're like, I don't know what was gonna happen. I was thought this guy was it was gonna see this guy die. Um, the families are there, I assume, just like looking at the fish. All of a sudden, there's a fat, bald, naked man, like middle-aged naked man, swimming around. Like, yeah, and the security guards yelling at him, like, get the hell out of there. Get the hell out. Look, and- we knew you were fully nude underneath that robe, but we were <laughs> under the silent agreement that you were going to keep wearing that robe. <laughs> look, I'll let, look I, can, I can see you're naked under there, sir. Look, 
I'm look. I, I've I've never really dealt with this before, but if you promise me that you will keep that robe on, I can let you into the aquarium. You promise, sir? I pinky promise. And Vanny's just got his fingers crossed behind him. Damn it! I always fall for the finger cross. He gets in there. So he gets in there, and then he. Everyone's like, people are, people are cheering. People are cheering, and people are like, "Fuck this! This beats a catfish." <laughs> He's putting it all on the line. <laughs> He's like, "Look, I, I could like this is the greatest show on earth." <laughs> like, forget the circus or or Cirque du Soleil or that's another circus or Silver's Grand Magic. Damn it. That's another circus. Forget something that's better than a circus. Yeah. This is this is a man in a shark tank. He could get killed or his wiener could get bitten off or something crazy could happen. I really wish there was a sign outside the venue, the, the aquarium that said, Naked Man in Show. Because clearly yeah. they planned this. The greatest thing about it is he gets away. He yep. just gets away. Like, everyone's around. Everyone's like... People are cheering. And then he goes cheering. back in again. He goes back in a second time. I know when people want an encore. <laughs> There's like a security guard present. And then and he just escapes. He escapes. They haven't caught him. And the wow. thing... Like, he just flashed a bunch of fish. Like... Wait, take this out, fish. You didn't expect this, didn't you? <laughs> this is what humans are made of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. God. And, yeah, he escapes. Um, he Yeah, he just he just gets up and leaves. Like, first of all, like, how laxed were the, were the staff at this aquarium? Wait, you said this was Canada, right? This is Canada. They're just too friendly. He just... <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll see where he's going with this, eh? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to discriminate against a man in a robe. <laughs> For all we know, he could be wearing something, eh? Okay, now he's all naked, jumping in with the fishes oh, and stuff. He's asking to go back to the staff entrance, eh? Well, he must be must have a good reason. There you go, sir. Okay, we'll see where this goes, but so far I'm not liking the direction. Why are we Irish? <laughs> <laughs> just changing accents. They're very much, they just sound like Americans for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> and we can do American accents. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he just gets in there, somehow gets out and just leaves. But this is the best part about the whole thing is police want him not for like, not for really just exposing himself to fish or what happened in the aquarium. They want him because they believe that he may have been involved in a violent assault that occurred at a medieval times restaurant a few kilometers from the aquarium. So this is just this guy's ritual. Yeah, this... he, he just beats people up at medieval times restaurant. Goes, <laughs> okay, I need to run away now. They're gonna get me quickly. Get my clothes off. There's blood all over it. Get this robe. Just run to the aquarium. At what point did he get the robe? Did he? Was he wearing the robe to the restaurant? Just wearing a robe in the restaurant? No, he beat up a person, right? He's got clothes on. Gets blood everywhere. So then he gets a robe. And he snatches the robe that's just around. I just like the idea of getting really angry at a themed restaurant. <laughs> just like, you know, there's knights in shining armor. There's, there's, there's beer. There's big steins of beer. You're eating a massive turkey leg. And he just gets enraged. These knights are from the wrong time period. <laughs> Look, man, you got to cool off. You got to cool off. Maybe find an aquarium you can have a swim in. Cool off, man. Just 
run off into the aquarium, get nuded up, and then jump into the aquarium tank. <laughs> That's for saying, right? Or take a walk, or just take a walk and deep, do some deep breathing. Yeah, or just get an iPod and listen to, like, a relaxing song or something like that. No, I'll do the first thing. <laughs> Damn it, I got to stop using that as the go-to option number one. I keep telling you, it's not an actual saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe cool off and jump in the aquarium, brah. Oh, just man. nude up and jump in the aquarium. Imagine, but, like. Most, I wonder, like, what was the setup of this aquarium? Because I guess I've always been quite quite privileged in the aquariums I've been to. You know, Melbourne Aquarium, mm. the Malulabar one in Queensland. Um, I think they're the only two aquariums I've been to. <coughs> but both of them are, like, pretty closed off. Like, you know, you have to go back upstairs and around somewhere to even get near the tank. Like, there's no open water. Mm. There's no open water that you can see. Like, the, you know, there's those domes that you walk under. You go yeah. on that whole thing. Like, I'm just thinking, like, how shitty is this aquarium? And, like... Well, no one's ever jumped in naked before. They'll no. take, but they'll do in the honor system. Like, okay, we'll have it wide open. <laughs> if you promise not to jump in. Okay, we won't. We won't. Okay. Then 20 years later, some guy... Some trailblazer. Some dickhead... Gets nuded up and jumps in with the fishes for no real reason than thrill of it, I guess. I don't know. It's one hell of a story. Like, if you want to say you had a good night out and you're like, I went to a themed restaurant then I swam naked in an aquarium, didn't get arrested. <laughs> That's the clincher. I did punch a chef in the face and they do want me for that. Because my giant turkey leg was cold. But anyone would have done the same thing in my situation. And then I was so hotted up, I had no choice but to, you know, as the saying goes, jump into an aquarium to cool down. (laughs) Which is definitely a saying. And that was was my Saturday. You do anything? Sir, you're not going to get this job (laughs) at the law firm. We can't have our lawyers running around punching chefs in the face, <laughs> jumping in naked into fish tanks, and then bragging about it in their job interviews. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's a bit of a... Just a light-hearted story Just about a, about a violent story. man who got naked. Doing meth. Aren't we glad that middle-aged white men exist? <laughs> I mean, we'd have nothing to talk about. If not, everyone would probably just behave. Most likely. I'm a middle-aged man. I'm going to get my dong out. Oh, that's still shocking, right? I'm still 17 years old. We've been desensitized <laughs> hey, by uh, years of the internet. We don't care anymore. It's true. Uh, uh, like, at least this time he... Oh, no, I was going to be like, he only exposed himself to a bunch of fish. But no, there was like families and... All yeah, exactly, that's bad. <laughs> that's, that's pretty These bad. These people were expecting just a nice family it's night out, bad. showing their little kids... All the great, like, uh, uh, animals of the creatures of the sea, all the fish, all the sharks, uh, all that stuff. And then you see a freaking naked middle-aged man, dong flopping around everywhere. I mean, they... That's not a sturgeon! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to have to explain the birds and the bees or the dugongs and the dongs. Like, 
Like on a night out to the aquarium. That's the aquarium equivalent of birds <laughs> and bees. The dugons and dongs. <laughs> the dugons. It's the little. It's the little dongs. talked about <laughs> sex talk. If you grow up in an aquarium, that's how you get taught about sex. Like if you grow up on land, birds and bees. Exactly. See, dugongs and dongs. You do learn stuff from the late night party boys. Don't ever say you don't. So, uh, what else? But the royal family are in town. Speaking of... Speaking of medieval times. <laughs> speaking of, like, uh, running around naked, just throwing stuff in our faces that we don't want. Mm. For royal family! What do you... You like the royals, don't you? I love the royals. I love how they're just rich, over-rich, over-privileged fuckwits <laughs> who just take all the money and just, like, sit around and... Wear nice stuff and wave to people and go, we're better than you. Oh, I'm the queen. I'm going to die. <laughs> and someone else will be the queen or king. Some other or... fuckwit's going to become the queen. Oh, yeah, I love it. Well, they're in town. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, you know, and, and she's pregnant with, mm. with the prince's bubba. Yeah. So, we get it. Your sperm works. Stop rubbing it in. Freaking stupid royal family. You know, most. I mean, I mean, the royal family. I mean, it's just a, you know, figure position. Like it's fairly redundant. I just like the idea that you know, back when royal families meant something, hmm. like those people were like the first riding into battle with their countries. You know, they were like yeah. the strongest warriors. They were, they were, they were the, they were the, you know, the best, fittest warriors. And then you look at like Prince William and Harry, and then they're both the palest, balding gingers you've ever seen. And you're like, oh, you couldn't even fight off a flu, let alone an army. Nah, that's because of it. all they've been doing oh, is just sitting around. They've just been inbreeding. That's, yeah, that's what the royal family is, just a bunch of fuckwits. And inbreeds. Who, 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 who inbreed? They just we, sit we, around and just, like, wave to people. and they get We all can the... say white trash. Yeah. White trash. Inbred. White trash idiots. <laughs> You're very passionate about this. I'm not a fan of the royal family. What if the Queen invited you to tea tomorrow for services to comedy? It's not <sighs> such a stretch. Mate, what if the Queen's like, hey, Ross, I want to knight you tomorrow? Hello. For ser- like, hello, Rossi. Ross, I really like that bit where you bit into the ham and got diarrhea. <laughs> Commitment to your art. I you mean- are going to get knighted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never knighted a comedian who's openly professed to have diarrhea from a bit before. <laughs> Kneel before me <clears throat> in Buckingham Palace. You shall be Sir Purdy. Yeah! Now rise. Oh, yeah, I've got to rise. Sir Purdy over here. <laughs> I'm a sir now. Like my boys, Sir Roger Moore, Sir Billy Conley, Sir Paul McCartney. Those are my boys. Those are my boys. Please stop saying it like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Dame not, Judy it's, Dench, yeah. It's, it's not regal, Sir Ross. 
Oh, not regal. I'm the king of being regal, queen. I feel like I should have been more selective. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't have. Out of the way, I'm the motherfucking king now. That's not how this works. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. You, you beat do. me with that thing and then I become you king. You have no claim to the throne. Oh, yeah. I got please, royal blood in me. Please step away from my crown and scepter. No, man, I got royal blood Please do not touch the queen. You have no royal blood. Please get your hands off my head. Oh, I'm faint. Oh, dear Lord. That's, that's probably how it would happen. That's actually pretty much how it happened. But there has been comedians who have been knighted. Yeah. Billy Connolly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's a couple. Who else? Uh, ooh, comedians. Uh, mm, I reckon some of the Monty Python guys, probably. <laughs> They're British, right? <laughs> yeah. Eric Idle, maybe. John Cleese. I don't know. John Cleese? They seem like they would have been knighted. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick Google search. Live on the podcast. Damien's going to do one of these world-famous Google searches while we are recording. Yeah, that's professionalism. Oh, yeah. Which comedians have received princely honours? <clears throat> oh. It is it is an interesting thing. Uh, no Python. No Python has received a knighthood. Oh. Seems like they would. I mean, they they I like I like their title as mirth makers. Mirth. That's a you know No one <clears throat> no one describes comedians as mirth makers anymore. Hmm. I really should. Charlie Chaplin has? Okay, well. Guy's like fucking six feet under now. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Hey. Who has the knighthood now that he's fucking dead? It's got to be me, right? You can't pass it on. I think that's how it works. You you can't. You die and you give it over to just some random guy you've never met in another country. (laughs) Years upon years upon years after your death. If he calls dibs, because no one else has. Yes, I call dibs on Charlie Chaplin's knighthood. That'd be... Mm. If they change the rules so that's what happens, (laughs) I think more people will pay attention to to royalty. Probably. Because then it'll be more open to people. That way they'll get more engaged. See, the problem with the royal family and royalty is that they're so disengaged from common people. Mm. you got to open it up to so people have an opportunity to get these, like, nice little privileges and stuff. You know what I don't understand? Yes. Polo. The thing rich people do with the horses and the sticks. Well, it's just an excuse to ride on. It's just an excuse to ride on horses. I mean, yes. And horses are just a rich person hobby. I get that. I mean, if you can own a horse, you got too much money. That's pretty accurate. That's pretty much, it pretty much saves time on saying you have a lot of money if you have a horse. Yeah. You're like, me, but the, you, know, you know, there's a lot of people that own part of a horse. They're in racehorse syndicates. <laughs> right. Like if you own like a horse's leg. Yeah. If you ra- own the winning leg at one tenth of a racehorse. You know, Did I, you my- know the rules of horse racing is that you can go on all fours and have cut off horses' legs, tie to your arms and legs. Technically, you're a horse and therefore can race. I mean, I'd definitely pay to see that. But 
I've never been to the races. Have you? It's spring racing at the moment, Ross. You excited? Uh, yeah, freaking Melbourne Cup's coming. Melbourne Cupity Cup. Everyone's favourite time of year. Cuparoo. Everybody loves it. Every Facebook friend you have loves Melbourne Cup and never posts about how it's cruel. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, we live in a particular bubble, though. Like, we yeah. live, we've been a very socially conscious, I mean, left leaning. You can call it a bubble. sort of like a box, a reverb like box. Yeah. That we live in. Kind of yeah. like a chamber, I yeah. think. Yeah, definitely. But what you don't see. A dumb fucks. Dumb fucks just dressing up and getting drunk. Because it makes them feel fancy. Yeah. If I if I see the horsey races, good. it makes them feel rich. We're very classes, even though we're very lower class. Oh, I think I, we can get away with it because we're fucking poor. That's true. We're fucking That's poor true. shit. We can... We, yeah. You know. We can pretend to be morally better, if not financially. <laughs> we're so low on the financial bar... It's pretty much punching up when we're making fun of yeah. anyone who can afford to go to horse racing. Exactly. If you can afford a suit, you're better than us. Yeah. So we yeah. Can, we're taking you down. If you've got disposable money to go to the horse races and get drunk. Yeah. you got too much money. Mm-hmm. More money mm-hmm. than we have. If you can place a bet on those ponies, you're better than us. Yep. So we can take you down. That's how it works. That's how... That's the rules. Yeah. It's, it's, we're, we are, we're punching up. We're punching up. Since I'm, I'm very short, so everyone I punch is up. Mm. And especially when they're on their high horse. Yep. That high horse is going to win a race. Mm-hmm. Now, so yeah, Melbourne Cup. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see a couple of horses get put down. Oh, yeah. Turned into glue. Yep. Winners get. Dinners. Winners get dinners. Losers get into the glue. Losers go to the glue factory. Yeah. And dog food. Mm. Little known fact. Glue is dog food. Yeah. The amount of dogs I've seen eat glue is zero. <laughs> but think, one day. How do you think you hold a dog's body together? <laughs> it's glue. It's all the glue, baby. It's glue. They eat a lot of glue. Uh, Structurally, a lot of them don't make sense. Like, you ever seen a sausage dog? How the hell does that thing stick together? I know. Glue. You seen a pug? Yeah. The, the, the oddly all... shaped face. Yeah, it's, it's the glue. It's glue. It's glue. Otherwise, all those wrinkles would expand and it would just look like like, like, like a pit bull. Mm. It's face, the whole face would stretch out if it wasn't glued together. Um, so, yeah. Horse racing. Yes. We'll talk. Is, uh, yeah. I've never been before. No. Uh, I haven't either, and I have no plans. I have no plans either. I have no, I have no interest at all. But they are majestic animals. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful, majestic, majestic animals. Just real... I like the lions. I like lions if lions were horses. If, yeah. They're fat, like... If we could race lions, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Racing lions. Mm. How'd you make that happen? Cheetahs. Cheetahs, aren't they the fastest mammal? The fastest land? They're they're definitely up there. Cheetahs or leopards? Is it cheetahs or leopards? It's one of them. One of of it. One of them. One of them. Either or. They're both, like, top five. They're both 
very fast. Why aren't we racing them? Hmm. I'm sick not as, of... It's not as fun to whip a cheetah, I imagine. It's really... They race the horses because just how fun it is to whip a horse. Mm. It's the cruelty they get off on. Really? Yep. Guess the real winner is cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> how did we get into this speaking, topic? Speaking of cruelty... <laughs> speaking oh, speaking of, of, cru- of cruelty... cruelty yeah. Channel 10 Pilot Week has announced... The winner. ...of Pilot Week. Oh, boy. It's a doozy. I mean, how many pilots did they do? They did... At, like eight. Like they eight. did eight. S- seven to eight. A few of them... Went to some effort to have storylines. Yeah, and you know, put effort in. Concepts. Right, you know, performers who can And a couple of them just yeah. shat on the Australian public. <laughs> Guess which one got picked up? The one that shat on the Australian public. Yeah. Old mate Carl Sandlands. He's back on TV, baby. Trial by Kyle. It's, it's gonna... been too long. <laughs> I miss seeing his bloated, dumb face. Now even more bloated because he's just getting old. I mean, the worst part about him doing his radio show is you can't see how dumb he looks on yes. air. Like, you can't... That doesn't translate through the You can't see what a medium. smug piece of shit he is. But you can on television. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, is that your only sexual experience? Sandlands is oh. back on TV. <laughs> the man you thought no one would ever give another platform has been given another what platform. platform. Yep. Yeah. Well, tell us what the show's about exactly, because I, I haven't watched it. I, I haven't watched it either, but Carl's, from what I hear, it's Carl Sandlands. He's just trying to do Judge Judy, but he's like an arbitrator arbitra for, like, cases. Like, ca- people come to him for, like, some stupid dispute of, like, oh, so-and-so, I paid so-and-so to paint my fence, and they didn't paint my fence. And then he decides, <laughs> like, who's right or wrong. It's pr- that's pretty much it. And what it's like a model's like his sidekick or something. This is what he's got a sidekick. Yeah, Who's someone from The Bachelor or something. Oh God, of course it is. <laughs> Cause why not? Jesus, you're gonna dance in the cultural piss pot. You're gonna get some piss on you. Good Lord. So he's got a sidekick. What does a sidekick do? Is I he just like a, the bodyguard. She's, she's just there. She, she's a. So she's just like the introduces the cases, I guess. I suppose, yeah. And she's just by his Kyle's side as he hears the case and decides. And if you ever thought what Kyle Sandlands thinks about who should paint whose fence, <laughs> you'll love about you'll love Trial by Kyle, which, by the way, doesn't work as a title because it's an attempt at a pun that doesn't work. Kyle doesn't really sound like Trial. And trial by fire is meant to be like what it's off, right? Oh, okay. Like I assume, hmm. but fire and Kyle doesn't work. I wonder if you could just every single episode you could just bring into question the judge's character. <laughs> like that'd be great. It just like every episode turns into a roast of Carl Sanderlands and his career and things he's said. I'd watch that. I mean. I mean, if it's just a roast of... Australia should do the roast of Carl Sanderlands. <laughs> Listen, Channel 10. Get your shit together. Watch what Australians want to watch. Australians hate tall poppy syndrome. They hate seeing someone be good at something. 
It's even worse to see someone who's good at nothing get success, like Carl Sandlands. He's got a lot of money. Let's tear him down. The weird thing is, he came out in an article saying he didn't even want to do more of Try by Kyle, didn't he? <laughs> He uh-huh. came out saying something like, I agreed to do the pilot, but then they called me up and then they said, we're going to do more. And I'm like, I don't want to do more. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, fuck you. Not only did you get this opportunity, not only did you get this opportunity, you're not even grateful for it. All these people we, who we, had we, things on pilot week, some people yeah. we know, yeah, we who would have loved the opportunity. <laughs> and... And it's like they get nothing, and then got fucking Carl Sandlands going like, "Oh, I don't oh, even what? want this now." Oh, someone doesn't who doesn't deserve an opportunity getting another opportunity and then squandering it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, <clears throat> man. Should do a trial by late night party, boys. We would. That's a show. We would preside honorably and dishonorably, and entertain the masses. We'll just. Take a lot of bribes. Yeah. But we would be very forthcoming in how we take the bribes. We'd be very forthcoming and honorable in how we take the bribes. We'd be very honest. We'd be like, hey, this bribe will get you this, but this one might get you a little bit more. So you decide, you know? Yeah. I mean, how badly you want that fence painted? (laughs) I mean, what type of paints do you want to use? I mean, you don't want some cheap quality paint. Uh-huh. You want some good paint uh-huh. that's going to last. Uh-huh. Is it going to fade away the moment you stop, you know? You want just one coat or do you want two undercoats and a primer? Mm, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You want this weatherproof? You want this... Uh, yeah, yeah. You want, you want it won't this, strip uh, away when it starts raining, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You want it to withstand the harsh Australian weather? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you do... Just saying, just saying. You want a fence painted right, you got to pay the price. And it differs from case to case. Yeah. Depending <laughs> on how much money we yeah. want in that specific time, for yeah. period of time. Depending on how broke we are, how much festival rego's due. Yeah. All, all factors to take into account. If you could just pay for our entire festival runs. That would That'd be good. That would be a huge help right yes, now. Yes, yes. That would, yeah. Oh, it'd be great if like every episode was just just fence painting. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> it's the only cases we'll see. It's the only it's the only thing that Australians have disputes over. <laughs> it's just like we don't want to handle the real cases. My dad had a fence dispute, and this is actually great. So my dad is the cheapest person ever. Mm. Okay, so he was getting a fence done on this property that he was building. And his next door neighbor, you know, I think it's customary just like to split the cost of a fence because it's on, you know, it's both it, sides it, of the property. It, it over, it over, it's over two houses. Yeah. yeah. It separates two houses. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah, technically, yeah. 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 So I think that's the traditional method. Anyway, so this neighbor, they had this, like this neighbor hated him because he, for whatever, like the way he constructed the house, he didn't like, and then he was contesting it and then was really unhelpful with this whole fence situation. Um, and then, so they went back and forth and they argued that, like, anyway, they did a bunch of arguing. And then my dad's just like, uh, he, he found like the cheapest person to the fencing. Like when he finally got this amount out of him, he's like, well, he thinks he's getting a bargain, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to get, find an even cheaper person to do the fence. So I'm going to win. Mm. So he found these guys, to do the fence, right? Yeah. 
And then halfway through the process, my dad just decided that they were taking too long to do the fence. So he's just like, yeah, I'm only going to pay you this much. So he wasn't out of pocket. And these guys are like, you can't do that. <laughs> but it's like, I can. And I just did. And so they had this massive argument. And then they're just like, well, fuck you. We're taking the fence back. Ugh. And so they started pulling the fence out. They started trying to pull the fence back out from where it was. Jeez. And then the, and then the enemy of thy enemy is a friend. So my dad and his next door neighbor ended up getting along to stop these guys from tearing the fence out. And they're just like, we're going to call the cops. <laughs> like, and like, because you're ruining property now. And they're just like, just holding the fence in. Mm. Uh, wow. Anyway. That's a case for trial by... That would be a great fence dispute for trial by Kyle. Yeah. Trial by late night party boys. Trial by late night party boys. We're not going to waste on trial by Kyle. Trial by late night party boys. We got, a, we got our first fence dispute, courtesy of my dad. Yeah. This show is going to be brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. And this has been a great show. I think it's time we uh, Wrap sign, off, sign off now. Yeah. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>